Welcome to Argue Bros, the podcast that gives you multiple perspectives on today's hottest topics. Hosted by Nico Pingin, Fred in Progress, and Jess Freeman. If you're looking for some inspiration from and for normal people, or simply want to know the bros a little more, you better open up your mind to the fresh perspective that's coming your way right now. And welcome to another episode of Argue Bros. In this episode, we have the main guys, Nico Ping and myself, Fred in Progress, and Jess Freeman. Today, we're actually going to be discussing how young is too young to be using social media. What age do you guys think is way too young to be using social media? Because, you know, Facebook, they have a 12 and over, but you know some kids, they don't be caring about that. Facebook has 12 and over? I did not know that, actually, yeah. I see six year olds on there. What are you talk? What really? Man, everybody giving their everybody giving everybody giving everybody giving their kids iPads and stuff now. Like five years old, man, it's crazy. They be they be on there younger than we are. Well, I got my first phone at sixteen. It was Obama phone. How young is too young? <laughs> Golly, Can I don't even. Do you know. even know what you're supposed to be doing online at that age? Like you barely know what you're supposed to be doing at ten. Do you even know what you're supposed to be doing with yourself at that age? Like. Yeah. <laughs> it's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. They grow too quick. Plus, too many people, too many people on the internet. You don't know who you're gonna run into, what they're gonna hear. Yeah, they. I'd probably say maybe, maybe thirteen. Maybe, maybe not maybe. even that, bro. Because even, even at a young 13 age, thirteen is an ideal age. There's these weirdos. Yeah, but I mean, I, I feel like around like thirteen to fifteen, you, you didn't taught, you didn't taught your child, or the, at least hopefully, if they're a, a intelligent parent, him household kind of thing. What you, what you think, like sixteen? I think I think sixteen got to be the youngest, bro. Because at that sixteen age, there's... they got to wait till they can drive and be on, on the internet, bro. Because at, at sixteen, even at fourteen, bro, there's some kids that their parents treat them like an adult already because they're going through a little bit of puberty. They get thrown out in the streets, or they have to make their own food, buy their own food. They have to pay for half of the things at this young age, bro. So I think fourteen to sixteen is a perfect age. But it's also scary because there's also these people that, like these weird, weird people that fetish kids, bro. It's just, it's weird. Like you see these people when you're having, when you have a baby, it's like, oh, they're going to be so beautiful when they grow up or he's going to be so handsome. <laughs> That's just weird, bro. You got people watching your kids as you grow up waiting. Oh, yeah, fam. Waiting to to scheme on them. And some parents, some parents monetize them. Like, let me run. Let me run you a model account from the age of five years old. Oh my lord! I just seen this mom on YouTube force her kid to be part of the LGBTQ for the YouTube, only for YouTube. <laughs> like what? Like a, like a YouTube reveal. But then, how does that clause even work? Because now it's not how young it is. It's parents are pretty much bypassing that requirement of the age because they're consensual parents. I mean, just like all the kids who were, were child actors at one point. Except it's like anybody can be a child actor and anybody's parent can be their manager without contract now. It's kind of like the wild, wild west. Mm. Nah, I don't know. I think I think just like the whole social media society is is breaking and tearing our morals down. Our families are falling apart. They're cracking at the seams. Milliseconds. Not even not even like family. You gotta be a family. It's it's just regular moral stuff like a mom not forcing her kid to cry because her her dog his dog died and she wants to blow upload a video on YouTube. You feel me? Like mm. it's just regular stuff that you should be sensible in, such as sympathy, compassion, 
and empathy. I mean, it's tough because if your child that is like a seven or eight year old has access to Facebook and Instagram, they might be seeing what other kids in their area. They definitely will. They go to school in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course, they, when they go to school in general, but you know, on social media, they just be posting all the good stuff. And then when you when you have social media as a child, it's like your expectations go up. And the moment you come into the house, you're throwing a tantrum like, well, Fred has the PlayStation 4 Fortnite and he gets to do this and this and this. I saw it on his Instagram. You don't even let me go yeah, outside. But we, gotta, but we we have to consider on the other side too. It'll be real difficult to just keep your child off the, all the internet and, and everything. You'd be really sending them back for a bad starting foundation in life because everything is technology based. Everything technology based, and even the school system nowadays, you have to have use some of the technology to be able to do the different uh, school activities and stuff. So they'd be really sending them back. Well, there's some kids that start programming like from about ten years old and stuff. And then what if you stop them from having finding what they're passionate or good at because you stop them from being able to use the internet? So it's like it's it's you can't win for losing sometimes. Now, with that amazing statement, bro, that just comes down to the end of the day, when you're an adult, before you really lay down with somebody and reproduce, you got to make sure you have a structure of who you're going to be within the next 10 years and who you want your kids to be like. It doesn't have, it doesn't matter if it's like you or goddamn Ray Charles. It don't matter. You feel me? As long as you have that structure, because so many people have kids blindly. And these kids are leading themselves blindly. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on now. You're giving out all the sauce, man. Wait a minute. We got to save some of this energy for next week because this was just our introductory topic, man. We got we to gotta actually focus on the topic at hand. If you like that, tune into next week's topic. Now on to the next segment, which we're actually going to be discussing. Should those tech devices come with addiction advisories? Because as you can see, when you use the technology too much, you get way too dependent on it, and it becomes another form of addiction, at least in my eyes. When is utility too far gone? You know what I mean? Coming I mean, like, how can, is it an addiction or is it just a, a, such a great utility that you just use it with everything you have now? Like, you know how in like some of the, some of the his mythology and stuff, there's like the item that could turn into anything. Mm-hmm. Like they have like the, it like made like silver leads into a ball. It could turn into any kind of item. You need a hammer, an axe, a sword, anything. Yeah, that's kind of what the fuck cell phone is at this point. It can get you whatever you need. It can turn into anything you need. You just have to have it in your hand or you just have to have it nearby. Something like, so I don't know. So what he's saying is cell phone is a tool, but there's some people that can also be a tool for a cell phone. Oh, dang. You, you, you elevated that shit. You elevated that shit. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Basically, that's that's where the addiction start probably when you're a tool for the phone. Nah, I mean, everybody can experience that though because I know you're, you're sitting by yourself in the office waiting for a doctor. You don't need your phone. Nobody texted you. Nobody called you. No notifications came. You still lift it up, check the time. 30 seconds later, you lift it up, check your emails. 20 seconds later, you lift it up, check whatever social media. And these are for people that are not addictive. Like I do this and I could drop my phone for two to three hours. No look, nothing. Imagine these kids are growing up with an iPad in their face. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more like what they're doing with their phone. Because some, some people read a book on them. Like I read a book on my phone. I'll, I'll pick my phone up all the time. I'll be reading it if I'm not uh, doing something else on it. So it really depends on what action. But that's also doing. addictive. I mean, but is it a, anything being addicted doesn't have to be a good or a bad addiction. I mean, like, I mean, that like, true. usually the thing with mm. addiction labels are because they provide negative addictions. What we're arguing is whether it's a bad addiction or a good addiction. I'm arguing whether it's a utility or is it even an addiction at all? So it's like, because I mean, I think what should be labeled is humans 
humans should be labeled to be labeled that they have the capability of having bad addictions because it's the human who uses the cell phone who has the bad addiction to the cell phone, whatever they're doing with it. Because the cell phone could be used for good or bad addiction wise. I could disagree because me and you both know you're a great numbers guy. You're a great analytics guy. And with these numbers, bro, these software engineers cultivate things so that your eyes can specifically focus on one area than another. So I didn't say I did not say that the battles were not skewed. I I just said it takes the you have to you have, maybe you have to have a little bit more willpower and discipline to not incline towards it, but not fully it. How are you gonna give willpower to a kid that don't even know what that is because they've been watching Coco Melon on their how phone? Big of a, how big of an how big of an industry is parental guidance? Let me see, bro. Parental guidance been a thing since flat screens first been created. Nobody cares about parental guidance. That's the sad truth of America, at least. Since George Bush did the no child care, the no child left behind act. Forcing kids to graduate school from at 16 to enter the workforce. Yo, the parental control software market size is valued right now at $948 million. So they make a lot of money. And that means that, do you know, to propagate any business of that size or any markets, they have to continue the problem because they solve the problem. The market doesn't continue. So they're not trying to they're not trying to stop kids from actually being able to monitor their, what they're going on. They just they can't because then they'll actually stop the problem. So they all they want to do is give the illusion that they're actually stopping it because they're the workarounds are just as easy as buying the product. So they get to sell and that'd be even funny if they're working on both sides and selling the the, the way for their workarounds. But, but bro, they don't even have to give an illusion. I feel like they could just say, "Hey, I only do business with them. I create this specific program. It doesn't necessarily help. It doesn't necessarily not help." But I do it. I feel like that's yeah, yeah. But I don't. I don't know. Changes is taught. I, I think it's more about how you teach your child, and that's why you can't really grade it because every child at different ages is different in quality level what they can actually manage. So I'm just. I don't know how is worldwide if they could even argue in the court of law, like if, if it could have a warning sign. But on how it. would you even put advisories of addiction on there? Would you have to require like a five? Like every thirty second clip, you need five seconds clip. Like, is that how you would do it? Like every 30 to 60 second ad, you have to have a five to 10 second advisory discussing. No, they probably, they probably would just put it on the box. No, no, just how they, no, no, just how they do with a drug. Just how they do with the drug, the drug uh, pharmacy. Like side effects may include getting addicted to your phone. You might no longer want to talk to people when you're using your phone. It's like if you use your phone and somebody touches you, you might get very irritated. You might be prone to getting slammed. Hey, chill out. They might hire you for the next monkeypox commercial. Because think about it. When and if they ever do include any kind of labeling like that for electronics, because it will happen, unfortunately, they're going to treat it as a disease. Because people abuse it and use it way too long with like the, the drunk driving and whatnot. It's because people are using tech devices and they think that they're still capable of, you know, doing normal stuff. But in reality, you're just so jittery. It's like you're literally like if somebody takes away your phone, it's like you're a heroin addict. Like you just don't know. Like, oh my gosh, like I don't know if somebody texted me. Like I need to know. Did I get likes on that picture I posted? Did I do this? Did I do that? Like, you know, what what are my people that are following? Did they like me? Did they retweet what I tweeted? Oh no, what is such and such doing? Like my friends, they went to this party, they didn't invite me. Oh, I hate them. That, that like there's so like, like there's this a huge volume of information that somebody that might even be 13, 12 might not be capable of fully understanding it. Maybe. 
for like I think there was a phone that has like for only calling and texting like one or two Man, numbers. No, no, you're really screwed. Maybe stuff like social, that. Social wise, we just look at the um social norms. Your child's gonna get bullied for not knowing about technology. And if they give send him with a bro with a lock phone, they're gonna get bullied even more. It's gonna be it's, you're gonna get negative either way. So just more where you can figure out a compromise. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't approach. And make sure you, your teacher child. But that's not, but you can't do that on a large scale. You can't you can't do that on a large scale though, the problem. And so yes, there should be a warning. There should be a there should be a warning on on electronic devices. And not just it's not, it's not even just it's not even just children which suck, but no, I mean children because adults are gonna be complacent about taking care of them and just give them an, an, an iPad. It's like, oh, I don't want to take care of you. Here's an iPad full I of. I mean, they're not, it's crazy. That's like their developmental period. So if you do introduce some technology, you, you want to like teach in a way that they could more benefit from it. Yeah. No, like Fred said though, it's not even the kids, bro. Even regular people, 20, 30 years old, you go through the same routine, go through the same good morning, hello, good night. You see somebody on their phone taking trips to Dubai, first class, Instagram, Twitter, you got you got people changing fields and becoming top recognized scientists and engineers, this and that, all with making little to no effort on their job or careers. People get fed up. People get tired. People see these fake lives and they just wish and hope it was true just so that they can fall into their own little cocoon of sadness and and despair and be like damn i want to be like them so now that just changes the people around them because now that person want to be all lavish and flashy due to every other person or every other social you know influencer now their mom getting treated like doo-doo the the boyfriend the boyfriend that took care of her when she was fat now she got a bbl she don't even got a man because she got a bbl like it's just a crazy world, bro. We live in a world that only accepts social norms. And if you're doing your own thing, that's good. But nobody gives a fuck unless it's get it's getting recognized or it has a crowd around it. Damn, what? You can even pay the crowd to be there. Yeah, if you have enough money and whatnot. I'm still I'm still thinking like the box, like putting the advisory on a box is not gonna do anything at all whatsoever. It's gotta be like some yeah, sort it's of not about whether it does anything. You just think it should what you you want it that deep? A video or like at the moment you buy, you have to sign like an additional privacy reading thing. Like, please read this so that way you don't get addicted to this phone that has all your favorite addictions right on there. Like, you want food? Oh, yeah, we got this app called DoorDash. Like, you literally just give them money and they will come to your door. They don't care if you're three years old, eight years old, or 15 years old. As long as you pay the money, they will drop it off at your door. Oh, you want to go anywhere? Yeah, we got another one called Uber, where we you just literally put on there, you prepay, they ask no questions, and they'll deliver you to another place in town. Completely normal, nothing wrong about that at I'm all. I'm talking about for I'm talking yeah, we're talking about addictions for every age. The I think every age should get even like I'm talking about for adults, everyone can get addicted to their phone. So I think there should be one because the adults, um, they're not. They, we I mean, most people lack discipline at this point. The majority of our civilization are at it lacks discipline. And so what's easily attainable and plus with the marketing doing what they're doing right now, which is amazing, is targeting all the audience, everything, everything in targeting. Everyone, they know, no, no, they're targeting, they're targeting everyone efficiently with everything that they like, using all their ads, connecting everything together. This is very difficult not to spend money on things on this. So it would be very counterproductive if they actually did put an addiction advisory. Yeah, that's what I said. They got to do a video one, a one where they have to compromise like some sort of percentage of their videos. I don't know who, I don't know who making money enough for them to do that. Do a video like that. That's crazy. That'd be crazy. They, the most compromise, they didn't do nothing. 
Oh, so somebody has to hurt their yeah, pockets. Yeah, they, would have like to be, they would have to be sanctioned to do that. There's no way they would be doing that. They, they, the most they would do is maybe put it on the box like like cigarettes. Dang, that's tough because I don't think Congress would ever bark up that tree. No, big, big tech, big tech is too big right now. Big tech is huge. Yeah, big tech. They tried doing that with big tech and big. Bitches, no, we're not making a VR system that will make people really be addicted and be trapped inside of our our life. Games, no, never. Is it you thought that we were trying to do it? No, we're trying now. <laughs> Like we're trying to make sure people live here. You can live and breathe. We're gonna do that Neuralink real quick. We'll do that deal real quick. Meta. The moment you see that Meta and the Neuralink company, it's over. That's like just know Sword Art Online is coming. Kids are gonna be on their VR headset the whole day in school. They're gonna be on there because there's gonna be another pox just magically, and then they'll be in school twenty four seven. How do you like it so far? Don't forget to reach out via social media and suggest the next hot topics to argue about. And if their parents don't have the funds, they'll be bombarded with the cheapo ad programs because, of course, they're going to have like ads paying for the majority of it, stealing all the information, making sure they know everything about everybody and, and making crazy amounts of profit on there. And that's the thing that most people don't understand. If you don't pay for a service, you are the customer. So kids are being pimped out by these big tech companies and their parents are completely fine with it because they just don't understand that all that information is being given to kids. That's why YouTube started being cracking down on it because they got too many lawsuits about stuff happening with kids. That's why anytime you upload a video for a content creators, they're always asking, is this for children? Is this child appropriate? I think it was like two or three years ago, they had like million dollar lawsuits back to back to back. They just kept losing because they didn't put the correct advisory warnings to uh, users that are between the ages of like 14 and five years old using software, watching specific videos. And that's just crazy because right now they're still, I think they're still in the early phases of implementing like specific targeting for that. Once the Web3 funnel starts becoming a thing, it's going to be very hard for any kind of security or any kind of legal law enforcement to crack down on any of that. Like you already know how hard it is to crack down on internet stuff. Now imagine once you add an additional layer or an additional 2046 bit layers of encrypted blockchain technologies that somebody's whole life could change overnight. Like bro, yeah, they need to add the advisory. It's just how are they going to add it? Which way is going to provide the most clarity? Like you literally are signing away your discipline and big tech isn't going to do it. Nobody that stands to lose is going to tell them like, hey, if you use this technology, you're going to lose a lot of your life, a lot of your energy, a lot of your happiness. Again, it has to debate on for a third advisory has to be a proven negative. It's and, and the and it's hard to prove that it's hard to prove some negative thing that it does. The part from that's it, that's why it's an addiction. Because an addiction is something negative that that you can't stop yourself from doing. Bro, it the the phone is just the item that allows you to do the different things you do. And so, how can you put an advisory in something that is just a device that uh, then ports you into what you're trying to? So it will be like the apps and stuff would have to be getting or the, would have to get addiction advisories, not the phone itself, because you can get the phone and just use it to call people. So it's not you wouldn't be using it for what it's advised for. So then it can't be a, a guaranteed legal advisor. So it wouldn't it couldn't be the phone? It has to be the actual the applications and the companies themselves that, that they actually do whatever the people are addicted to on the phones. Nah, I agree. Even though they are set up to be addictive and vindictive to people, but I think like you said, it's just against again, it's just all how you want to use it. 
how you intend to use it, what you intend to do with it. And you also got to have a time frame. You can't give yourself three hours to get something that you know you could get done in 30 minutes. You know, you have to be realistic. And that's just where we're not at. <laughs> we're not at a realistic place. <laughs> no, self-control is out the window right now. That's why everything, that's why, that's why a lot of our innovations right now are towards making things easier. Like our, the pandemic was great to expedite even more so the, uh, the delivery the delivery system for everything, everything you ever need. You think you think things are being made easy for self control? <laughs> Hell no, I mean, boy. People lack people lack self control. Yeah, we need more eyes. We need more spenders. We're getting easier, easier. I think having advisory warnings would decrease their sales though exponentially. Because like, oh, we don't want to hear this. We just want the phone. We just want the apps. Or like, the moment you try to download an app, you need to take an anti. Nah, they really care. They put it in the terms of service. No one reads those. They can just be like, yo, I mean, they can get in there. Like, I accept. You know, they can read it. Put it right in the terms of service, Sam. And they can say, they can say, fuck you and your whole mama. We'll be, we'll be like, okay, yeah, we love it. I spent 16 hours on my phone one day, and I missed my interview, my doctor's appointment, and I also missed going to take the bus to meet my, you know, long-lost cousin, all because I was addicted to this app. Please make sure you're not addicted to this either. It could be something, like, as simple as that, like, no, but again, no, that's yeah, horrible. That, that, who's paying for that? Who's <laughs> sanctioning that? Who's approving that? It's just like the cigarette, the lady that who had the like the and 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 like have you, yo, you never seen the the weed commercial? It was like this kid he was smoking weed in school, right? Now I'm not saying I condone weed or I condemn it. This is just a commercial. He was smoking weed in the hall in the in the hallways right in front of the bathroom, bro. He put out the weed. Next thing you know, he started kissing a dude. The commercial ended with "Stop smoking weed. It could be addictive." <laughs> hey, yo, I was, yo that, I was like, "Yo, he's smoking weed or he's smoking dick? Which one?" <laughs> you need to have advisory warnings on everything, fam. Yo, chill. Yeah, advisory warnings in your story, goddamn, fam. Nothing I expected. Yo, <laughs> yo, bro. <laughs> Bruh, yo, only on the arguments. That's why you gotta like, comment, and subscribe, fam. <laughs> yeah, they, are they saying the drug and being gay is bad? Is that an anti-drug and anti-LGBT community uh, commercial? It's all about correlation, bro. If you can make something relate, you can make somebody be scared of it. Oh man, that's tough, man. Yeah, that, those are tough. Those are tough things to decide on because if you use technology as an effective tool for any purpose. There's nothing really wrong. It's just you always have those those outliers, those like 20% of individuals that use the device for 80% of everybody's total use time. Those are the individuals that they will go to sleep 21 hours, 22 hours using a device, whether that's a phone. And hey, listen, PC community, I love y'all. But the PC people, PC gamers, people who create content, writers, bloggers, video editors, comics, Everybody who creates on a computer, movie producers, etc. Everybody that gets addicted to their job, to their phones, to like it's a whole industry based off of constantly being online. If you were to have advisory warnings on all things that humans don't have the capability to control, like just something as simple as a phone, which can be a computer pretty much on the go with you now, pretty much. If you have an advisory warning on that, yeah, of course, you're going to have people that don't really read into it. But then you're going to have other companies. 
that are going to be thriving. Like we don't have advisory warnings on our stuff because our stuff is simple enough to use that you're not going to yeah, get it. Most people aren't going to care because there's just too many great things you can do on it. I just like you'll smoke cigarettes still. They know they're going to give them cancer. But I mean, just say they want to smoke it, so they're going to smoke it. I think 99%, what's a better phone? It would be doing less of what you wanted to do if it has no advisory. You're like what? Yeah, yeah. If you're ever to get a better, yeah, if you had a better phone that could do a little bit more and it's like you knew this was like the fast food dollar menu phone. Like, yo, wow, they could do so much. Why is this so cheap? Why am I getting a whole dollar of soda and it's like three or four gallons versus like the good stuff is like $3.99, but it's just one liter. Like, what's going on? This is like too good to be true. It's like, well, yeah, this device has been known to not only have cancerous components on it, that's why it's so cheap, but it's also been known to lead you to make you addicted to any application that you so choose. So if you want to waste your time rotting away or you have a lot of time to kill, are you in line at the doctors and you have nothing else to do? You have no friends with you? Well, now you can turn to, you know, insert this application, this game or whatever. And you will, because some people will say like, no, that's exactly what I need. I need that application that keeps me distracted at all points throughout the day. Some people will advocate strongly for that. They'll be like, no, we need addiction. We need you know, we need to be capable of gaming 24-7. We don't need you to turn it off. Because somebody might say on a political level, be like, hey, we need to shut off all entertainment applications from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. Because this, this is the time where 90% or 80% of uses of the phone are, and this is when we need to shut it down. So this could be everybody's sleep time, or this is everyone's downtime. Now, you'd never know. Somebody could be crazy enough, dictator enough, to be able to implement some kind of crazy rule like that and then just justify like, hey, look, that country is doing it and they're doing really well. Mm, there's too much money. There's too much money in it for an advisory. Like, I wonder how difficult it was to get cancer sticks on and get an advisory. And plus, it'll be, it'll be even harder to prove. It'll be even harder to prove it. It'll be even harder to prove it. I don't I don't think it was. I don't think it should, though, in the end, because I think humans are weak willed where we're at. And it's just too beneficial. There's too much utility in the phone. People not want to stare at it. And then everyone else. We, we're so spoiled right now. We don't have nothing like as a, as a human civilization. We have no real wars going on for all in our area for vicinity wise. Like mass wars, there's no like fighting for survival. Most people can survive at this point. Now there's a lot of people suffering and struggling, but at least like it's way less worse than hundreds of years ago. So we have no real need to not to all we need is entertainment and time to be passed by. So yeah, a lot of people are gonna want to get addicted and enjoy the phones and enjoy all the other technology that it provides. It provides distractions and entertainment, which is what most people want right now. And plus, it brings utility. But there's a lot of benefit to it, minus the distraction that people have the self-discipline. So what you're saying is that we need the distraction because it's too safe. There's too much to not really do because we don't have to focus on doing anything for survival purposes. So the phone is the modern-day coliseum. While also being, with also being utility. Ooh, quote that, quote that on argue bros. And it's all about about its uses. It, it, it's literally bringing entertainment to the individual closer, so they don't have to go anywhere now. Really attached to you. Hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a multi tool. But like I said, it, it, it brings negatives in and brings positives. It is all about how you use it. That's why you can't put an addiction advisory on it because not everyone uses it in an addictive manner. Hmm. So that's an interesting thing. I'm glad I don't create any kind of technology because that's like the fine line between certain legalities and certain claims with insurance as well as certain uh, lawsuits. Because on anything, like, yeah, that's a fine line that lawyers would be just teetering on because there's no real laws regarding that kind of addiction level, as well as there's nothing that's protecting both the consumer or the business because it hasn't been made yet, to my knowledge. 
Of course, somebody could correct me and be like, no, Article 15 and page 35 of, of the last, you know, uh, Congress meeting or whatever actually states that you're not allowed to do that. And so I don't know. To my knowledge, those old crooks, I mean, those old senators and Republicans and representatives and Democrats, they don't really, they barely even know what dial-up internet is, much less gigabit internet or web 3.0. What the heck are they going to know about effective electronic control because the moment that you discuss like oh if we give an advisory or if we limit their internet usage they'll they'll stop complaining they'll stop doing all this conspiracy and doing this and doing that da, 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 da. versus actually seeing the problem for what it is which is a tool that when used too much is a bad thing if not used enough you're outdated and you don't know what you're doing what who you're talking to yeah so it's all about human values it's all about, it's all about human values and the individual using it so you can't put you can't put it you can't put in a virus because yeah, you go to the Amish and and the, you go to the Amish and they'll say why are you touching the devil's technology? The Amish will be like, hey hey hold on now don't bring that strange light to this to this area. We only use the fire. You know some people might see it as a as a weapon of evil. You know what I was thinking too for all my religious people. What if cell phones, cars, all of these things we consider advanced technologies? What if they're all tools of damnation tools being you know with like curses on them or something <laughs> no like materialism yeah not, not even like materialism like you know how back in ancient times if you knew how to do something too good it's like hold up this girl might be a witch mm. nowadays what if somebody like let's say aliens come down whatever i came to get my people Wait, you using you using the self? How are you talking to this man? You're you're over here, and this guy's talking all the way across the world. How is that possible? Is that voodoo? Let me see that. Like what? What? I mean, if you go back in time and you use technology of today, people will think that you are into witchcraft. They're like, how are you talking? How or, or like if you do a voice recording, it's just the same like in One Piece when Usopp did the tone dial and he recorded his voice. Like, how did you do that? You recorded your own voice and you played it back? It's like, well, I didn't do it. This device right here, you see this? I went like this, and then I said this, and then I played it back. And it's like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, in another era, even same in the reverse. If we go fast forward in time, hopefully, you know, the human race has advanced. Technology is crazy. And we use technology of yesterday. They might be like, are you dumb? Or like, are you a witchcraft? Like, this cell phone? Like, this is the iPhone 15. It's like, well, we're using the iPhone 75, and this one allows you to like teleport through different dimensions. <laughs> and it's like, what does yours do? It's like, it lets me FaceTime to 30 people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I could go to two different dimensions, and the next patch will allow me to go to the third dimension. It's like, what? Yeah, that's essentially the technology of tomorrow. It's always pushing ahead. It's always being innovative, but they always fail to recognize what are those changes that are enabling bad behavior. Like you can't understand a new thing's side effects unless you go through that yourself. Now we know that multiple children, multiple human beings for that fact, are completely addicted to their phone where their work performance goes down, their physical athletic performance goes down. They're lacking sleep because of all the constant LED lights that are in their eyes and in their brains. They're always hyperactive because they don't have the serotonin or melatonin. I don't, I interchangeably use those. It doesn't have the correct kind of hormones. And so it enables you to almost stay up all the time, be on constant alert always. 
when you're not really supposed to be because you're supposed to at least relax and, you know, wind down at some points with the phone. Yeah, you have an amazing tool. But at the same time, you have something that somebody could use for way too much and become way too dependent and then have it become a crutch of constant need instead of providing something positive. It's now something that without that device, you can't do a presentation at your job. Without that device, you can't even talk to another human being without feeling comfortable. Like Because some people, if they don't have their phone in hand, they don't know how to even talk because they're automatically thinking, well, if I was in this conversation, I would text this to that person. And it's like, you need your phone to just have a normal conversation? It's like, well, yeah, how, how am I supposed to know how to reply? It's like normally when I'm texting somebody, I have like five to 10 seconds to reply. Then I can just reply. But in person, I don't have that capability. It's like some people can't even have a conversation without their phone in their hand or they're just going crazy. And that's going to be our nephews, our nieces. I've met females that already done said that to me. Like, I just don't know what to say. I usually have time to reply. What? That might be our kids in the future. Like, Dad, you need to text this to me because I can't think that fast. It's like too much pressure, too much pressure. You're asking me to reply under 30 seconds, sir? What do I look like? A public speaker? What, what is this? Your, your speech class and impromptu class? No, sir. It's like, give me 30 seconds and then I'll know. It's like, I just asked you if you want to go outside and play with me. It's like, hold on. I got to think about all these different, like, I might, I might want to do this. I might want to do We're that. screwed in society at this point. We're I mean, there's nothing they can do about it. There's too much technology at this point, and we can't. And people can't police themselves. Everything's a crutch. And plus, to make too much money, but it's not like they're killing themselves. Well, I mean, they're just ruining their own lives, which the government doesn't care about. They just ruin their own life, but the government doesn't care about. Okay, they just ruin their own life. The government doesn't care about. So, in theory, yeah, they can't. line, you can sponsor me. It's okay. We can have an advisory on it. It's literally just the humans who use it, doing what they want to do with it. And is it wrong that they're doing what they want no, to do? Unfortunately, theoretically, not. Mm. Theoretically, we can close with this this question that I have here because I've been having this question since the beginning. All right. So then what is worse having labels on devices that people can abuse and get addicted to or on gunfire? Because it seems like the way that this world is going, there's going to be way more advisories, warnings on smartphones and addiction than there are going to be on guns, gun control, background checks, the whole nine yards. I disagree. But what do you guys think? Leave a comment under b- below. Because, man, I disagree. Mm. Canada already banned guns in their whole country. Europe following suit. We're the only guys that are like, yeah, dude, let's get drunk. And <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's shoot my shotgun in the back, dude. I think gun law. I think you may be right. We focus only on America. It's not fucking me. Maybe it be laws. It may just be like mandates or or like social norms that become laws basically because then you'll get you'll, they'll, they'll dox your location and everybody else they find out you didn't do it <laughs> they, they do everything else they find out you didn't do this dox your location so it just depends i think i don't think we're having too many more, more gun laws i know biden's pushing for some ar rifle well we'll see if that happens or not doubt it you know texans and republicans they they want freedom to just buy a gun they don't even want license to to need a gun anymore so it's crazy yeah because think about it in a gun shooting situation that child that got addicted to being on social media and got bullied in the game or in the social media now he's gonna go out and buy a gun and so now in that situation are you gonna blame the gun manufacturer the phone maker the social media that the game that was used like you have all these different companies that are 
essentially like and the the guy could say at the end like yeah i'd killed them kids but you know i love sesame street and that's like oh snap what is sesame street teaching these kids that they're so aggressive now now this guy gave sesame street a shout out everybody be careful sesame street is creating murderers and stuff like that and it's like it goes back to what fred was saying like is it the actual tools is it the tools is the applications of use can you monitor can you control can you i don't know yeah yeah, I'm all about that interpersonal, situational things. Like, you can't generalize and nothing. Yeah, you can. And also, hold on. You cannot compare buying the gun versus blaming the application. No, that's the, that's the one. But the, I just realized that you can't just like the, the same. That's not the same level. Like, the person who's selling the gun shouts at the more. I know. I'm just saying. And that makes no logical sense. There wasn't like the law. No, it's because you can't compare the two. That's not the same level whatsoever. Like, buying the gun versus buying the app and playing on the app. Get out of here. It's like, oh, Facebook had the group community of racists and they walked him through to buy the gun. That's literally just a communication. So you can't, the person who sold him a gun, that's a little questionable. I mean, like, did they break, I mean, did they follow the law? I mean, wasn't the law is a problem. Hey, he was under 16. How did you get, well, he gave me an adult license. He gave me, he looked just like the one on the picture. You mean this one with the beard and he walked in without a beard? It's like I, I don't have glasses. I can't see. You know, I'm I'm short. I see. No, nah, I'm not gonna lie. I don't like how you just related those two because that's they look far, far from each other. Because yes, they can they can be related, but ultimately, when a kid feels despair, ultimate despair, they reach out before they actually do anything harsh. Now, whoever they reach out to, if they're not the best person to help them get out that dark spot or say the best thing that. That would let that person feel like they're comfortable so they can say what, what's in their chest so that they won't go out and be the next school shooter or the next supermarket shooter, you know? So I feel like it's just all about letting kids know you have a safe space to speak comfortably and speak on anything you have questions about, any emotions you feel confused on. It's all about having emotional intelligence, just just intelligence, intelligence period. Uh, that's something we can't manage. Or we have to have all these try to have all these kind of events all the time. So like nobody shows up to those. Nobody supports them. They're not entertaining. <laughs> we can tell them, we, can, we can say it all the time. Well, they just have to have a good place to go for when these things happen. They're not. They're never gonna go there. Like, they could be a ghost town. Put some out there and just have a title there. Not gonna actually work. That's impossible plausibility. Yeah, because that's what happened with like the Columbine shooting. Like after the Columbine, then they they brought a, a bunch of like guidance counselors, a bunch of therapists. They did a whole bunch of courses afterwards about like what to do in those scenarios but then they try to dive deep and be like oh now it's time to ban every shooting game because they were heavy into shooter games like i remember that like oh you gotta ban all these shooter games all these shooter games they were addicted they were pretty much practicing and you know if they practice in the game they know exactly what to do in real life and that's why these games need to be banned all shooting games and they were actually talking about it i was like how can they ban all games for the actions of two people who just felt like people were making fun of them. I like I don't know again, I don't know the full story because everybody has like their own opinion plus the truth is a completely separate thing in and of itself. But the fact that they try to ban all shooting games based off of the activity of two people who may or may not have been bullied based off of what they looked like, what their interests were and whatnot. That's literally the kind of world we're going in. Like, oh, well, this person, they don't like Sesame Street or they love Sesame Street. Now you have this one thing that's getting the scrutiny based off of what this person liked. That's like, oh, in their free time, they always like to, you know, 
visit the local library. Oh, everybody be careful now. The libraries are dangerous. They got the knowledge to, to you know, make revolutions happen with all that information there. Town of Burnham. Man, if we, put an, if we put a, an advisory on some sort of electronics, we need to put an advisory on the news. Be careful of the dicting. Ooh. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons that they're not trying to do any of that. Because that's like, wait, you, fake news is real? It's like, fake news is real? Trump was right? Hold on. Wait a minute. It's like, not every news station is always telling the truth. They they have an agenda. It can't be because of the ads. Yeah, that's that's all I was about to say. I was about to say. You can't be you can't be profitable or you can't be No, you can't be building you can't be building gigantic You you can't be a capitalist country entertainment off of telling the truth. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Bro, this just comes down to how, the fact that I learned that early on America only planted male trees so that we wouldn't have free fruit. Just shows you how much people really don't care. <laughs> Man, that's interesting. Like, why, why, why give it for free when we can sell it? Hey, everything, every, everything's about money. Your attention is valuable. Facebook and an, another social media, they use the Cambridge agency or whatever to actually monitor and see how much the actual screen time was being used. And they could optimize everything on Facebook. So from the moment you enter the application to what you were doing at what time, they literally did what Google was doing with the search engine, but with actual users. And of course, if you see a friend doing something that you like and value, you drop a like, your comment, just like we want you to do here at Bros. We want you to like, comment, and subscribe. So that way we know that you're you know, valuing our input and plus the feedback that you give enables us to really push forward. But yeah, when you do that, when you like and comment on somebody's post, on Facebook or other free sites, you're essentially telling the algorithm, this is what you really like. And it enables them to keep feeding you that similar content. And the more you keep doing that, the higher the chances are that you become quote unquote addicted. But anyways, we could talk about addictions, we could talk about phones and technology all the time. Now that we're coming to a close, do you guys have any upcoming events or things that you would like to share? I'm still on the grind, producing content that's just not for free now. <laughs> hey yeah i like that just what you got more stories more stories hey as you heard you could check out the stories on nicopinion.com if you want to check out that paid stuff that fred was talking about nicopinion.com slash links is the first link on there you can check out what we're doing from the podcast as well as outside the podcast we're really trying to do an absolute fantastic job with season two now that we're actually starting to get the structure underway so like, comment, subscribe, share it with your friends that would completely love this or completely hate this. Whichever way you go, it just makes us happier getting that feedback. Other than that, Argy Bros, season two, episode one. We'll be out here. You've been listening to Argy Bros. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and leave us a review to let us know what you think. Keep listening and we'll catch up with you next week.